very good morning to everyone and welcome back to another important episode on our brand with our talk show and uh, today we have a very special guest rishi is my Hi. friend and uh, he is into automation and ai and paid marketing and today we're going to talk a lot about automations for sure right and before we start let's let's quickly uh, hear from rishi so rishi can you quickly brief about yourself for sure uh, i think it is very important to know the person when you start with So I lead a normal paid marketing team, a good okay. guys, a bunch of good guys who know, do a lot of hard work on paid campaigns. Okay, and I educate them a lot about to lead them on the task of automation. Very true, very true. <laughs> so that's basically what I do. And apart from that, I'm a, I'm a digital marketing evangelist. That I yes. concentrate a lot on spreading knowledge about that and ensuring that everyone is on the same page as we are. Nice, <laughs> nice. So, uh, so today we're going to talk a lot of automations. For sure, for okay. sure. Okay, fine. And before we get into, I would like to thank you, Arishi, for spending. You know, finding time, taking time, and coming here and talking about automation because I find automation is very complex. Exactly, I think a lot of people think a lot of different things about automation, and I believe that is not the right notion to put. Okay, okay, around automation. Okay, so can you quickly tell me when automation? What comes to your mind? What exactly you you think of? automation like so when you tell automation and uh, even as i have to go into retrospect and if you talk about marketing automation mm-hmm. you know the thing which comes to my mind is leading a mundane task to automation okay because okay. it is very important not to waste your time on something which the system can do why you want to schedule a social media post why you want to work on social media post when you can schedule them very true very mm-hmm. true so that's that's a normal task the automation helps you to be better in mm-hmm. what you are doing fine so For me, marketing automation is all about you know just automizing all your mundane tasks and ensuring that everything goes to fine, fine system. Fine. So as you talked about, you know, our social media content. Yeah. So there are a lot of tools available with the help of which you can actually uh, automate yes. those things. So um, tools like Hootsuite, Buffer, uh, and uh, you can definitely and there are a lot of upcoming tools as well which are doing a uh, lot of good work. I believe uh, one uh, I forgot the name specifically okay. in this one. Okay. It, it, it is doing tremendous work. Integrates your Instagram profile as well, like YouTube, and okay. gives you tremendous uh, capability to schedule on Instagram as well. Okay, fine, fine. So they are doing some tremendous okay, work. Okay, fine. So I, I remembered one tool, probably uh, that tool might help, which is Ladder for Instagram. Exactly. That that's what I was missing. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Ladder <laughs> is missing. Okay, fine. So so we, we can go to you know uh, there are a lot of tools available. We can go. So this is just one part, I guess. Yeah. We're talking about automation. automation. We talked about you know uh, creating content on social media and then automating it so that. it helps organizations but one thing you know because automation uh, uh, I, i guess it has got a lot of verticals right exactly it has right. got a lot of lot uh, of verticals yes and i i believe that you know because uh, uh, i'm in, i'm also into this industry as, as you're also into this industry a lot of people you know i've heard a lot of people saying that you know when automations comes into picture because it's getting really dominant these days people are scared of losing their jobs so the very straight proper question is how much has Marketing automation replaced marketers. Uh, interesting question. I think uh, I have a very personal take to it. Uh, okay. The reason being, as you correctly said, a lot of people think that automation might replace their jobs. No, okay. it, automation is there to make you better. But okay. I mean, you were doing your mundane tasks every day. Just leave them to automation and do be creative, be strategic. If you are out there, uh, you know, watching this, understand something. Marketing automation makes you better. It doesn't replaces your job. It is very important to understand the data it gives, and then work on that data instead of just thinking that it is going to replace us. And that is, I think, very negative thing which people are talking about that marketing automation is going to is going to replace jobs. 
operators not gonna do it. Very true, very true. But but same time, it's a very skilled job, I guess. Exactly. Because one thing I believe that uh, probably you might be agree that uh, that if you want to work into automation, you need to be really very skilled. And yes. if, if you're not skilled, probably then then there might be some there chances. Be, yes, there might be a lot of problems if you're not skilled. <laughs> because I think marketing automation starts with understanding your product or concept or whatever you want to do very correctly. Very and true. if you're not doing that, I think that is where automation helps you to know, get better. You you have to take few steps, few strides okay. to understand it and make and make it better. Okay, as you're talking about automations, one thing is let's say if I'm a marketer, I'm really scared because. I'm doing digital, for example, and it's I want to start with automation. Yeah. So can can you give me quick ideas? Someone who's very newbie and wants to get into automation, what steps they can really take? Uh, if someone is a newbie and wants to get into automation, I think uh, when it comes to steps, it is very important to uh, go from perspective where you have to identify what sort of tasks is taking too much of your time. Okay. And how can you how you can automate them? Okay. It is important. For example, if a digital marketer is spending hours. And posting content online, mm-hmm. they can do it with a tool. They can do it with tool. Yes, yes. They, instead of spending two three hours on a on a on just scheduling things, yes. they can just spend 30, 30 minutes on something, which can do that next one one and a half hour of task. Okay. As far as the, so this is this is how they have to they have to identify their own problems. Okay. And then they have to resonate their own problems with a tool which can help them. Help them. And that is very important. Okay. So I guess let's say in digital marketing, a lot of people are involved in this process. Yes. Start from video editor to content writer to graphic designer to web analytics specialist to yes. PPC social media. So what we need to do is we need to find what exactly job they're doing. Exactly. And how they can you know create quality yes. content. How they can automate. How they can. Simplify the process of mundane tasks. Yes. So point is, I guess what you're talking is, we need to identify where we are putting a lot of lot of effort. So, exactly. So I guess the best way to start is pen down your key key challenges. Exactly. Okay. And you know, not just pen down, just identify that what are the obstacles to it. Okay. Because okay. Uh, anything to everything you get into, it is important to identify what challenges you're gonna face. Okay. And once you face it, work towards it instead of working around it. Okay. Okay. That that's really important. That's how you wanna you know connect all departments this, together. Together, together. Productivity matters in at the end of the day. Ab- absolutely yes, absolutely yes. And and sometimes you know, do you feel that uh, you know applying marketing automation to small businesses? You know, do you think is it is it really feasible for them to start with automation process? In case uh, this is just an idea. In case if a business owner, let's say marketer, is not having that much of resource with them. Can they still go with automation, or or what? So, what are the hints up so that they can you know start with automation uh, process? Uh, I think uh, when we talk about a lot of small businesses, there is the challenge of manpower. One. Manpower, yes, right, yes. So, hands down, automation for everyone without a shadow of doubt. But uh, I am still critical about small businesses implementing automation because at this scene, uh, automation is still expensive. Right, right. Uh, if when you ask that what is the uh, what is the time when they should hit automation mm. i think when they are making good amount of revenue and their time is going into uh, into very normal tasks which are you know time consuming and okay. instead of generating more revenue uh-huh. then they should go switch to automation okay. and then consider ideas of how they can you know grow from there okay so they they need to identify a threshold okay. where once they reach and they realize that okay you know now my team is spending a lot of time in just creating something which okay. can be automated okay right okay then just automate them and let your team go a step or notch higher and 
find new ways of generating revenue. Okay, okay, okay. So, so one thing is like, can you give a small uh, example, like, um, sure thing. Um, for example, if a if a startup is uh, if a if a small business is spending lot of time into reporting, right? When they have clients okay. and they spend lot of time into uh, you know they manually create reports and okay. send them to clients and so on so forth. So if you see once you have once you ha- have 10 or 20 clients, it might be okay. feasible for you. Okay. But as soon as you scale up and go to 100, 150, so to create reports for each and every client manually, it is a tedious job. Very true. Just automate them. Very true. Just Very automate true. them with, for example, Google Data Studio, Supermetrics, and so on. There are a lot of tools available out there. Automate them so that you don't put a lot of time into creating something which can be automized once okay. again, okay. and which uh, which can make more sense. Okay. to the end user who is reading it because okay. these tools again uh, offer a lot of simplicity as well okay you might have to configure it properly at the beginning very quick, very but quick. it can save a um, lot of lot of lot of time when going forward and you might be able to save a lot of hours as well very true very true so so rishi as you are a master of google ads <laughs> and uh, you are learning <laughs> okay yes yes yes, yes. so so we be seen the more you learn the more you going to earn yes yes okay. and that that Fundize the universal funda. So everywhere, yes, <laughs> yes. Like how automation can help in optimizing our Google Ads campaign. I think uh, you know we would uh, automation Google Ads starts at the very base level. Uh-huh. The uh, so someone who is starting in Google Ads and yeah. they are doing something new. I think once you understand how the campaign works, how the whole dashboard works, works. go ahead identify a problem and work with scripts. Okay. Scripts are very important part of it uh, mm-hmm. because scripts helps you automate a lot of tasks. So you mm-hmm. might think that it is not possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, uh, if you want uh, your keywords to pause at once they drop below three mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. a quality ranking, right? You know, you just create a script and do it, right? So if anyone is starting into Google Ads, if they want to do a lot of uh, automation, uh, automation, they should start with uh, you know getting familiar with scripts mm-hmm. and then identifying their own problems mm-hmm. and working towards it. And uh, once they are familiar with the basics of scripts, then they okay. should go ahead and combine multiple scripts. For example, we are aware that shopping campaigns are doing great deals. Very true. Very true. So um, I have seen people, I have met people, and I think I have personally tried it up to a level where you create scripts where you automate shopping campaigns in shopping campaigns in a way that your uh, products which are selling good gets on a gets more leverage yes. than the products which are not selling so good. So good. Okay. So go ahead and you know implement those kind of kind of scripts and learn about them. You know, uh, gain more knowledge in regard to that, and then move to Tools automation. Okay, and then okay. then there are optimizer. Then uh, you have iSpanner, Jessie, and much more automation tools that you can okay. think of. And okay, I think there's one ladder as well, uh-huh. which uh, gives you which gives you that how many companies have visited your paid campaigns. Very true. So that could give you a lot of da- uh, data about uh, right. your campaigns as well. Right, even tools like opti- optimizer yes. might help. And do you also recommend that you know even budgets, if, even if campaign budgets are not high, yes. even we we can go with automation path. I think if uh, campaign budgets are not high, then use simply scripts. I think scripts are more than enough. Uh, so good thing about Google Ads is when we talk about Google Ads, offer a lot of automation through scripts only. Okay. You don't have to really uh, integrate a software into it, okay. and uh, they offer they offer a lot of support. And uh, I'm not sure if people know this, but Google. So uh, Google themselves promote a lot of script use, uh-huh. and they have a repository of their own okay. where they educate a people lot about how to use scripts. Okay, and they help a lot. They implement them on their own dashboard, and then tell t- uh, t- you. Okay. So it is an interesting place to be. So okay. keep, uh, campaigns with small budget 
should utilize uh, scripts and the automation features which now Google Ads give okay. uh, in their machine learning, with their machine learning algorithms. Okay. Um, they should definitely use them. Okay, and for big big campaign budget, probably we have to. We don't have any option, I guess. I think yes. So uh, when you have a big campaign budget, uh, you know, uh, spent like ESPN or Amazon, uh, you know, does. You need to have some smart automation tool like Acquisio. Acquisio uh-huh. is one good, uh, good uh, automation tool, but it is very important to be smart with it. As smart well. with it, yes. Because uh, with a smart uh, automation tool, what comes is your smartness. Because automation tool, which I have felt, uh-huh. uh, has a limitation up to a level, uh-huh. but they uh, they do, uh, they are very good in automizing the task which you might miss. Okay. Okay. So a- any any downside of using automations, like or at some point we should keep in mind, you know, while using automation specifically with it's a Bing Ads or Google Ads. Yes. So one downside of using uh, automation tool is that most of the automation tools right now can go up to an ad group level. Okay, they are not okay. going to the keyword level. Okay. So, for example, if you have multiple ad groups in your campaign, what okay. will happen is that they will analyze the performance of the ad group, okay. not the campaign. Sorry, okay. not the keyword. Keyword. Okay. So, it is very important to understand that you know uh, that tool goes gives you information, then you dissect it, and then work on keyword level. Okay. Because uh, there might be chances where w- one ad group might have seven eight keywords. Two will be performing, rest of them won't be. But that doesn't mean that those are bad keywords. But you have to test it out. Test it out, yes. So it is very important to uh, you know side yourself with the automation mm-hmm. and work hand in hand with that. Okay, that that's really very important. Yes, that is one of the most important things. Very true. And another part is remarketing is again very important <laughs> when it comes to Google Ads. I think it's the backbone of your whole paid marketing when it comes yes. to remarketing. Yes. If you're not re-reaching your users, uh, I think you're missing out on a lot of a lot of grey area which, uh, which we can give you a lot of revenue Okay Okay. And why remarketing is so crucial because I guess in 2020 I guess remarketing is something very important that we should be paying attention in case if you have not used uh, in previous, previous years. Years. So that makes sense uh, If you see how uh, uh, how the world is evolving uh, mm-hmm. When was the last time you actually thought of going to a store and buy a mobile phone? Right? That is the kind of world we are evolving in. So, if you are not remarketing your user, if a user is coming on a website and goes without selling, and you are not remarketing it, it becomes hard for you to drive more revenues. And that is why remarketing has become very crucial to stay in front of your user's eye. Again, remarketing is very cheap than your Google, Google, other Google Ads campaign like search, search. or shopping. It is even cheaper than that. that. Yes. So it gives you a great edge when it comes to generating more revenue. Right, even ROI can be high if done in a right, right way. Exactly, exactly. Yes. If, if if you do it in a very strategic uh, like if you target dynamic, if you do dynamic remarketing where you are targeting users who have visited your products and then re-showing them the same product like right. Amazon does it. Right. right, right. You go to Amazon, you see a mobile phone, you will keep watching the same mobile phone and now and again and again and again. Very true. So if you do that strategically, yes, you can. In- uh, so yes, this brings this brings my, in my mind that the the biggest thing you can do with remarketing is you can influence the decision making. Very true. Which very is true. very important for for a user to take a decision with remarketing. It can be done at a very high level. Very true. And it's all about converting, you know, your warm audience into hot audience. audiences, yes. and then leveraging them further. Further. Because okay. even if it's uh, if you sell something, it is very important to upsell them. Very true. So very true. If you have purchased a mobile phone, sell uh, sell them. A, if someone has purchased iPhone, yes. sell them AirPods. Why AirPods. not? Why and, not? And why, why not to build more stronger? More stronger. Relationship. It is important. Yes. You know, make them part of your ecosystem. Yes. Ecosystem. Yes. And remarketing helps to get in that ecosystem. That is the most important thing yes. about remarketing. Yes. So it's it's all about 
about uh, you know ad- advocacy exactly right. advocacy plus branding branding yes because end of the day you when you're in front of uh, your users eye they are like they have known you they, that trust factor comes with remarketing okay 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 so one of the way to do is probably google ads we can do it remarketing i think uh, we can do remarketing from everywhere everywhere it is now with this age remarketing is not limited to just google ads okay i think um, i'm not sure but uh, you can retarget your facebook audience in the google ads facebook and you can target your google ads audience in facebook okay so we have gone to up to a stage where we are not just limited to one platform so so that, that's really interesting what you're talking about is because we are pumping because if you go to any business you know they are absolutely putting a lot of money into facebook ads yes. or instagram that's why these companies are making a lot of money, money. Lot of money. and then my question is because as you said in this discussion that uh, can you give some light you know how exactly it it, it can be done let's say if i'm promoting my brand on facebook and i'm like an audience and i'm going to make sure that once they are on google search yes. or when they are browsing some website on jdn i should yes. retarget them so can you sure thing sure yes. thing when we pour a lot of money into uh, uh, facebook and google what happens is we have to keep two things in mind uh-huh. facebook has your personal data while google has Google also has your personal data, but it has your search queries. Search queries, right? Facebook, right? so Facebook has your interest. Google, Google has your search queries. Search queries. So when you want to meet, uh, you know, combine them together, what you uh, do? For example, if you're targeting a Google Ads audience into uh, Facebook, uh, you create audiences who have visited your page with a specific parameter. Okay. So I'll give you an example. If someone is coming to your website from Google by searching on Google Ads, uh-huh. uh, if, if that person clicked your ads. Mm-hmm. If it is coming from search, mm-hmm. it will be GCLID. A GCLID parameter will be attached to it. Very true, right? Okay. So whenever it lands on your website, mm-hmm. you implement a Facebook pixel and record every audience which is coming from GCLID. GCLID. That's important. That's that is. Yes. So that's how you target your Google Ads audience Very into true. Facebook. Very true. And when see uh, the biggest advantage which we have with Google Ads is. Google Analytics tracks everything. everything. That's right. Yes. It can track your social audiences. Yes. Create your social audiences in Analytics and export uh, that into Google Ads and yes. target them there. Yes. So that is how you, uh, you know, combine Connect. two platforms together. Very true. And friend, this is really very interesting. This yes. is really very interesting when you combine, you know, multi channels. It is important because yes. the more you become a uh, multi channel, omni channel marketer, right. or a company who is on all platforms. So interesting take on this. Um, you're, I'm sure I'm, I'm sure that you must know that a lot of people are now moving from the Facebook ads to Snapchat ads. Snapchat, yes. Because we are, you know, the generation is new. A lot of people are usually utilizing Snapchat as a platform. Yes. And TikTok, oh my TikTok. God, yes, <laughs> that exposure it has, yes, it is, it is, it is mind-boggling. Yes. So uh, if you see TikTok ads. And must Snapchat ads again combine them in your overall marketing strategy and make it make make your marketing strategy even more meaningful. Okay, okay. E- even TikTok and Snapchat they do have power of retargeting. Yes. Uh, because I'm not very really sure. Okay. No, uh, Snapchat uh, while Snapchat does uh, offers retargeting in okay. their own platform, but you can definitely have uh, parameters in, in place. place. Parameters in place. Very yes. good. So someone so, coming from that specific channel, exactly. Target audience and definitely. So as I said, with Google you have the biggest benefit is Google Analytics. Google okay. Analytics does understand Snapchat. Snapchat. Very Google true. Analytics knows Snapchat. Snapchat. Create your Snapchat audience there. Very true. So that's really very 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 easy for you to market. You can market almost everything with Google Ads. Google Ads. Very true. And and I, I guess you know uh, that there are some challenges with remarketing because in in which scenarios let's say uh, remarketing can be really difficult for my business. If you're not putting uh, your strategy properly, okay. could be one of the big. That is the biggest challenge with remarketing. Okay. Uh, because a lot of time remarketing goes wrong when you don't have a proper remarketing strategy in place in a in a, in a sense where 
if you are, if someone has visited your mobile page you don't okay. have to show them a tv fine right fine. that is the biggest challenge and okay. the second biggest challenge i believe is that people are not able to identify where to make audiences very true very true because uh, they they just think that you know everyone who's coming to my site is in the limited audience i have but it is important to take all the channels which are coming to your site and then remarket them very true even communication part is really very important yes i have seen in lot of cases people are actually creating audience but they are not having the right message it because uh, what they did they think that the message which they want to remarket still a lot i have uh, met a lot of marketers who think that remarketing is an automation strategy where you just create it and leave it leave it okay people don't understand it's a whole new campaign which campaign. you have to focus on it is very important to focus uh, uh, focus on what sort of message you are giving yes. and yes. for example um, i it will be great to give some uh, you know if we talk in example okay so one small example would be that you might be offering some offers on something okay right a okay. first time user might not see that offer okay. but when you remarket that user they might see they might be able to see that offer and then okay. it might influence their decision making very true so this is how you strategize strategize based on your business and ensure that remarketing works in your benefit very true and sometimes you know even even i am seeing these days you know if i am going to some website and if i have not made made any purchase for example so what happens is when i go to any website that company started showing me you know testimonials exactly. why i should buy why so i guess the campaign is totally different so when they run normal gdn campaign or retargeting campaign communication part is totally different totally different okay. because uh, for example uh, when they are showing you testimonials right yes. that means the trust see, uh-huh. that they are building trust, trust. in you yes. and that is important for if you have to buy something from amazon today uh-huh. you won't think twice Very true. But if I gave you a website which is not so famous as Amazon, uh, uh, you might think twice before ordering. Yes. I yes. think the same thing happened uh, with one of the brands which started uh, in India as an e-commerce giant. Okay. And okay. Uh, they got flourished. Uh, I forgot okay. the name, but uh, okay. it, it, they did well. Okay. But uh, they did not flourish because of that. People were not trusting Fine. that Fine. brand in Fine. particular. So, so I guess our user interaction path should be very clear. I guess funnels gonna help us. Yes. If we build funnels, you know, it's the best step. Action plan, for example, if they go to this page, they should be seeing this message. So those things. So funnels actually help, and again, it depends on the business uh, which you are operating and what sort of funnels you need. Yes. Uh, for example, if someone has, you can create funnels. If someone has visited a mobile category page uh-huh. and then drill down to OnePlus page uh-huh. and then drill down to its accessories page. Accessories. So if if someone is uh, running through this, then you know what sort of the remarketing strategy you should put in place. Yes. But yes. if um, if you are not using this, you are miss- missing a lot lot of users' data. Very true. Funnel right. helps you understand your users' behavior, yes, yes, where they are dropping, what yes. they don't like, what they like. Yes. It is very important to understand this if you if you have to implement a risk. Really successful remarketing strategy campaign yes, yes. so that that uh, action user action should be very very clear very clear, clear what actions you want your customers to take exactly so that's really. that important and one thing also i guess you know the biggest challenge in remarketing is very low that traffic very when you don't have traffic it is yes. it is so i think uh, uh, when you don't have traffic uh, what you should do is you should not uh, aim big you should okay. not spend uh, spend more okay aim for display campaigns okay create audiences because okay. display campaigns are again cheaper yes very right very create audiences according to your niche right drive audiences and then remarket them right this way you create get more audiences 
and you can further do this you can create in market audiences in google ads okay or in on facebook linkedin local like audiences okay right and okay. then you can reach more people as well because okay. the number is always higher hi because because i i know one way you know uh, which is you know promoting a blog or promoting display campaign and making sure that people should visit my, my website building audience exactly. so so some audience size you're going to build and then you're going to start with uh, retargeting targeting oh, and sure. targeting more users who are local like Okay, so can you suggest some tools apart from you know because Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, in, uh, Instagram, they will have their own platform of retargeting. Yeah. So they give us code and all those things. So can you tell us some uh, some other tools which can actually help us when it comes to you know retargeting? Uh, I think uh, to be very honest, uh, retargeting up till now I rely on uh, uh, my semantics only. Okay. The reason being because these tools itself, when okay. we talk about them, okay. they offer lot of. custom uh, marketing options okay for example as i as we just explained in facebook uh, you can target users from gcl id gcl id so you can create multiple funnels there as well so i think uh, i'm still exploring that part of you know harnessing all the power of these platform because they themselves have a lot of power in them and uh, so i'm relying heavily when it comes to audience i'm relying heavily on them okay okay and and do you think that how it's critical it's you know targeting website visitors with youtube when it comes to retargeting do you think this is a deadly combination it is uh, i think it is a very good combination the only challenge is that see with youtube is that that audience is very big it's huge it's yes. huge audience i mean 2 billion users a day right? yes. it's a it's a very big audience yes but uh, it is a, it is an interesting that is when you put into it that um If you are able to, uh, you know, launch a campaign which shows a lot of positive sides about your video, and then you remarket them on YouTube in this uh-huh. sense, uh-huh. it can have great effects on uh, on your remarketing strategy yes. and your overall sales. Yes, yes, yes. Because because I I seriously feel that you know the second largest search engine is is, is YouTube. YouTube, and my customer whosoever is visiting my website, they are born to go to YouTube. Exactly, and yes. since YouTube is uh, owned by uh, again, Google itself. Yes. They offer great marketing, remarketing strategies to you as well. You okay. can you can market them up to you know up to n number of days with lot of lot of options of placements as well. Okay. You can define channels as well, which can you know if you know that your user is a tech savvy. Tech savvy, yes. And uh, you can you can just deduce this, that if a tech savvy person who is interested in mobiles and technology. Might visit MKBHD, right? Very true. Very true. Because MKBHD is again one of the Very best popular. YouTubers in in the world, world yes. right? So when they you know this, you can specifically place your ads on MKBHD. Yes, yes. yes. And this helps a lot to when retargeting and reaching your users. And even it's very crucial when you're promoting applications or re-engagement with applications. It does, it does. Because uh, if so, app, when it comes to apps, apps have their own analytics, yes. and they often plethora, uh, offer a plethora of information. Yes. So when it comes to apps, if you know that what sort of, if you're able to dissect the kind of behavior they might be, they mm-hmm. might have. For example, um, I give you a very small uh, the uh-huh. subset. An iPhone user mm. will be more uh, inclined towards getting good photos, uh-huh. but uh, a OnePlus or Razer user might uh-huh. need it for gaming. Gaming. Yeah. So right now you know that how you have to differentiate. You have to become smart. Smart. Yes. It is very important to become smarter, uh, smarter, uh, smarter than what you are today yes. and what you were yesterday. Yesterday. So when you are able to realize it, push, push your ads or push your marketing ads on those apps, and you should, you should harness the power as well. Very true. So before using automation, you, you need, need to become, to become smart. smart. That's what I'm 
Yes, it is important. Uh, automation makes you smarter. You have to become smart and intelligent to understand it. Yes, you, you don't have to sit back and just think that automa- automation is going to do everything. Yes, but you have to understand that automation is there to help you. Hmm. And in order to get the help, you need to be smart. Very true. Because because you know one myth uh, most of you know marketers uh, they do have is they think that. When campaigns are not going good, they're going to use automation, and they think that when I use automation, things will be good by its own. But but this will not happen. It will, not, it will never yes. going to happen. Yes. Why you think it will happen? For example, if if you have a wrong set of keywords yes. and you automate the whole campaign, do you think you will drive conversion? It's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. So so can I say that? Let's say if I start a small campaign and if that's Campaign started getting the results. If leads are good, if ROI positive, then it's good time to start with automation. I think yes. If if it is taking lot a lot of time of yours, it is a good time to okay. get into automation. Okay. As we previously discussed with uh-huh. regards to Google Ads, right? Uh-huh. That if you want to automate it, yes, automate it. Don't waste time on uh-huh. uh, things like keyword uh, keyword quality, quality keyword setting. ranking, keyword uh-huh. bid. Automate it right away because it is important to identify your most profitable keywords. Yes, even your most profitable months, months, in your quarters. Yes, automate everything if you can.